asked, we listened. Welcome to the new Final Scoop podcast. If this is your first time here, thank you so much. We're a podcast that discusses the ins and outs, the trends, the highs and lows of the fitness, supplement industry, anything else of the like. I am joined by Lucas Rodkowski of Prometheus Intelligence, as well as Robic Samborski, the man, the myth, working towards legend behind Apollo Nutrition. We hopefully will have a fourth person soon, but he's probably still getting his beauty sleep. And I am your host, Sean, of the Subtalk Radio Podcast. Just a quick housekeeping. Um, there may be some colorful language used on the show here. So if you've got kids in distance, you might want to listen at a later date. Gents, how are we doing? I'm so excited. Hell yeah, man. It's it's great to be back. And, you know, thanks for reaching out to us. And most of all, thanks for, you know, believing in us. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, it's... It's good, it's, it's good to have you uh, on board, you know, because, you know, uh, due to uh, some major issues with with Robert, we had to, you know, split. Uh, it's nothing bad. There was not you no know, any 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 you know bad blood between us. But he's a type of a guy that stays away from social media. He he always you know focuses on his job. So we respect that. Uh, we value his friendship and we he we reached out to him uh, plenty of times we asked you know if he will be willing to give it another try and do a show with us but he decided to just move on and you know focus on his job so we said okay fine that's, that's good and for like uh he i don't know maybe a year i was pushing robic and and shane to do a show uh and go back on track but you know how it goes with with them, especially with Shane, who is super busy. Robic is also busy with his business, so you know there was there wasn't any time, you know, and you know there was an opportunity. Uh, I made I you know pulled some strings, and here we are, you know, back on back on the live. Yes. Yeah. Happy New Year, everyone. And um, yeah, I mean. Um... It, Lucas is right. It's it's uh, it's been very very tough to get. I mean, I tried to do um, Hooligan Chronicles, the podcast as well, and you know sometimes I would join Sean for his podcast, which I really really enjoy. And um, but mostly it's the schedule. Schedule is very very tough. I mean, don't forget that when we were doing the final scoop, it was during you know COVID times where people were mostly at home. So this was uh, a very good time to kind of like. Uh, you know, basically discuss different issues. And uh, in my opinion, the final scoop was always um, arguably the only podcast where you could say anything, express your opinion. We often didn't agree with one another, which I think made it only better. Um, you know, we would interview different people from different uh, um, companies, brands and whatnot, which made it also very, very fun for everyone. And But I think the main thing is the fact that we never planned anything. There was never a script. There was never, we didn't know like what, which direction the show is going to go. But uh, now, of course, you know, we travel. Shane is on the road all the time. Um, I travel quite a bit and it's not very easy. So it's hard to stay consistent, especially on a weekly basis. But nevertheless, you know, even if we can try and do it, 
once a week, once every two weeks or whatever, uh, I think that uh, the fans of the podcast will appreciate it. And to me, it was a very humbling experience to be. I remember when finally we met in person with Lucas at the Arnold Classic two years ago, year and a half ago. Um, it was very surreal to see people in England approaching us and asking when the final scoop is going to be back. And, you know, they enjoyed the show and they enjoyed, you know, interacting with us. And I didn't even know that so many people watched and were interested. So that's kind of, I think the demand is there. Not saying that we have millions of viewers or anything like that, but it's not about that. It's just basically couple of guys getting together on a weekly basis whenever they can maybe sometimes it's not all four of us all three of us and just uh talking you know discussing it can be as uh short as 30 minutes it can be as long we've done i think once there was almost three hours um you know unless there is a time limitation for one of us we just enjoy the conversation various topics ranging from supplement industry to just any bullshit like mcdonald's or something and it's still fun it's just uh you know, it's a Saturday afternoon, I mean, at least here. And, you know, for, uh, for Lucas, it's evening time. And uh, for Shane, it's early in the morning, Sunday. But we're just getting together on the weekend and um, just having fun. That's it. And if folks are watching this live on YouTube, there is a comment box. Put anything in there. We'll do our best to address it, good, bad, or different. There is pretty much nothing off topic with us. We're all straight shooters. You may agree, disagree with our answers. But at the end of the day, it, as Robic said, it's just... Three or four guys having fun, just educating and helping each other. Yeah, on my iPad, I don't get to see the questions right now. I'm, I'm not going to get a computer. I'm um, is fucked. So, uh, guys, any questions that come through, just announce them and, you know, we'll answer. If there's something directed at me, just let me know. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah go, go ahead. No, so we've got some good followers, just people checking in. Maria saying hello. We've got a James Gray saying good afternoon. Um, Chris Scotto of the Gym Guys podcast checking in, saying hello. Um, but Lucas, go ahead, please. Yeah, it's good to it's good to see some members. I recognize some of the names here, and it's good to like I said, it's good to be back. Happy New Year to all, all of you guys out there, and hopefully it will be a great year for for all you guys out there. Uh, I just want to just just say that you know the show is about uh, being positive, staying positive, and just like spreading the the, the good word about the industry and so on. But of course. If we will see some bullshit, we will call it out. And I'm a type of a guy that I'm a straight shooter. So if I see something that is just like that pissing me off, I'm just going to say it straight away. So just don't bother. You know, I, I see I see what I can see. And yeah, today is going to be the kind of a show that uh, I'm going to be super honest, you know, and unbiased. So, yeah, you can count on that. So, as I've said in some of the posts, friends are going to be lost and feelings are going to be hurt. But uh, hey, tough shit. Listen, if if you're not honest, then you know it doesn't mean a shit. You know. You know, it's it's funny. I'm not going to say who it is, but somebody actually reached out to me and uh, and said, "Oh my god," uh, he said, "Should I be worried?" Uh, I mean, it's not about you know. Lucas is is again. I agree with what he said. It's not about attacking anyone it's never about that and sometimes people kind of setting themselves to be attacked in the first place because uh we've seen many times in the industry where things are kind of said behind each other's backs and uh, you know sometimes somebody will say something stupid or offensive or something that is not true and nobody's going to call that out nobody 
but then I will get a text message saying, oh my God, it's not true. You know, they will talk shit about a certain person that deserves to be uh, talked shit about, but they're not going to say anything to him in person. You know, they will say it behind his back. And uh, some people, of course, you know, we know how to keep secrets. And if somebody is going to reach out to us in confidence, we're not going to go out and bash him or, or say what he said privately, especially if it was confidential. It's not about that. But the thing is, is that what I'm honestly kind of turned off by is that sometimes I will get a, and especially when we were running uh, the final school previously, I will very often say something or Lucas would say something or, or Robert or, or whoever, and uh, we would say something live. And then I would get a message or DM. Oh my God, you're so right. I'm glad you said it. Well, nobody stops you from saying it. You know, I mean, you could have said exactly the same thing, especially if it's true. Nobody's trying to make up shit. Nobody's trying to lie. Um, I try my best to, whenever I say something, I will either add it's my opinion, which obviously I'm entitled to, or it will be something that is backed by concrete facts. Otherwise, I will not say anything that I'm not sure. And even in our conversations that sometimes we have in our group messages, if you notice, I will say something like, I could be wrong which means I'm not sure about it because, you know, I'm stating something that I think it's true, but it might not be. So it's not that hard to tell the truth if you really want to. And if somebody is asking you, then either answer honestly or say no comment, which again, you're entitled to. But I think the problem with the industry, possibly with many other industries or most industries is the lack of honesty. You know, we're saying something that is complete bullshit and Everybody knows it's bullshit, but it's we're still saying it, which makes absolutely no sense to me. At least it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, I was just crawling through Instagram, and something that is very, very common, I stumbled on some supplement store, to be honest with you. I don't even know who they are. But uh, for some reason, they've been popping up a lot on a, in the last couple of days, and they've been promoting the same pre-workout. Again, it doesn't matter which pre-workout. It doesn't matter which supplement store. It's completely irrelevant. But they've been heavily, heavily promoting that pre-workout. Now, I don't know if it's a house brand and they're pushing their own product or maybe it's somebody that gave them a great deal. I looked at the supplement facts and, I mean, it's a pre-workout. It's not shit, but it's not, by any means, it's not great. It's just a pre-workout. And then the last post today, it said, uh, without a doubt or something like that, the best, no, the strongest pre-workout ever released ever released i mean you clearly lying like clearly anyone who you don't even have to be an expert but if you know anything about the supplement industry it's obvious it's a lie you know and then i looked at the supplement facts and i'm like you're not even a top 10 you're probably not even a top 20. argument could be made you're not even top 50 or 100 but you're saying it with such strong statement clearly lying you know you're lying people that are reading this they know you're lying i mean i didn't comment on it but probably should have just didn't bother with it but the thing is is that you know we're so used to it by now we're so used to it and it seems like there is nobody out there who is you know calling this bullshit. and i think you know bullies um liars 
they will continue to do what they do until you stop them, until you call them out. And that's the only way. If you want to make, you know, if your house is dirty, you go and you clean it. That's the only way, because guess what? It's only going to get dirty. It's never going to get better. You know, the dishes are not going to wash themselves. I mean, we have dishing machine, uh, dishwashing machines today, but you still have to put the dishes in them. You have to do something. Like, unless you make certain moves, nothing's going to happen. You know, because then what happens is behind, behind each other's backs, we will call a friend and we'll say, oh, my God, he's such a liar. Okay, but how about you say it to him directly to his face or you call him out? That, that you're not going to do. Well, guess what? You're encouraging him to continue on the same path of lying. Nothing's going to change. So I think that that's the reason why people like the final scoop so much and that it had such a good following. And, you know, when we announced that it's coming back, people were happy about it because it's always it's always there is need for something like that in every industry. So I almost feel like years ago when you did the final scoop, game changer was the term of term of the year or whatever. It's, it's game changer, game changer. I feel now the term best is the new term. But as we know, there, I mean, best is, it's, it's, it's debatable. I mean, let's be honest here. What you think is your best car is going to be different from what I think. What you think is the best, this is, is different, but it's debatable. I think the be best is another term that should just be wiped, but I get it as a, as an owner of a product, whatever it is, you're going to say it's the best. Well, yes. I, I, I mean, I'm guilty of that as well. I've said numerous times best, but I always try, at least I try to the best of my ability to make sure that I point out in what category it's best or why it's best. Try to ex explain it because you can say best to pretty much anything. Best, you're right. I, I absolutely agree. You can say best, but best in what? Best, you know, best uh, pump, best you can say, energy. Explain it. Robbie, but you can always say best for you. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. You, if you create something, or you like something, you can always say, this is the best pre-workout pre or best product for me, for my individual preferences. So when someone is making his his opinion, let him state, that's just me. That's 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 my personal opinion. But when, when someone is saying publicly, this is the best shit ever released, then it's like fucking bullshit, man. But, oh, but Robert, in all fairness, without shit, without stroking your <laughs> well, that's quite an entrance. But without stroking your ego, Robert, you can validate or already to validate your terms or claims. You go ahead and call out that you, but people in general, you call out a brand. Okay, this is there's the best, and you ask them why is it the best, and they can't give you a true. Well, it, it's it's transparent. Okay, great. Well, well I'll, I'll, I'll give you a perfect link. example. Uh, a couple of years ago, maybe two years ago or something like that, we released a product and um, I think I think it was Bloodsport. I think it was Bloodsport. So maybe two years ago, I think it was Bloodsport. And Bloodsport is loaded. I mean, it's absolutely fucking loaded. There, there are no questions about it. And uh, somebody made a comment. Somebody made a comment about another brand and said, well, that brand is better. And I remember looking up at the supplement facts at the formula, I'm like, this is ridiculous. You know, it's absolutely ridiculous. 
and sometimes you know but but you have that with different brands you know you have uh brand ambassadors you have people that working for certain brands or sponsored by certain brands they come on on anyone's post and say well this is better this is a game changer uh you know or for example when shane posts something like a protein wars right and somebody will make a, po a comment and it's very very often where they will say well for example of course Oh, muscle tech, no competition. Well, no comp, you know, there is competition. There's definitely competition. And especially when it comes to protein, it's so subjective because it's, what, what can you judge it on taste? That's pretty much it. No, we can sit here and all three of us can pick the best tasting protein. And we're going to be right in our individual rights. We're going to be right. And uh, yesterday I talked to somebody who said that he absolutely loved assassin, but it's too strong for him. So he uses only half a scoop because assassin, so a full serving of assassin is clearly not the best pre-workout for him because it's way too strong mm -hmm. and he doesn't like that feeling. But then, you know, you ask somebody like Lucas and he's going to say, well, one scoop of assassin, okay, it's no big deal. You know, it's not really it's like it's 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 fine you know for him it's a daily driver and nobody is wrong nobody is wrong so all these i'm glad to see the awards for best pre-workout and maybe it has something to do with the final scoop because remember lucas we called out that fucking best pre-workout award which was ridiculous and everybody had a best pre-workout everybody and thankfully you know lately i don't see it much like i will see even um what you call it um TJ, right? TJ has uh, top five or top 10, and he's not going to put them in groups, which one is best. He will say, well, these are my top five or top 10 in no particular order. And I like that. I like that because those are the top products according to him. And I absolutely love that because that's the way it should be. And I'm pretty sure the three of us have our own best pre-workout that works of for course. us. And that's the way it should be. So, you know, but you know, saying that something is best, it's very, very tricky. It's very subjective. Yeah. Lucas, agree or disagree? I fully agree with what uh, Robic said, you know, so, you know, let's, let's keep going with the show, you know. Hopefully, hopefully Shane will jump because I think he has some. Yeah, yeah, some issues. Yeah, Shane's playing like whack-a-mole here, up and down, in and out, in and out. Yeah, so let's, yeah. I know we talked a lot about it on our private group here, but let's just quickly go over the whole Sour Strips controversy here with Nutribio and Ghost and our good old friend Ben at Price Plow. I know, Lucas, you had some choice words. I don't know if you want to open the floor here. Robic, you want to start or let me? Let me go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. sure. Yeah. So I, I wasn't like following the story at all, but when you posted the, the whole thing on, on our private chat, I was, you know, I went to, to the Instagram and tried to find out what was going on. So I first saw the, the post that, you know, the bus driver did. And it looks it looks it looks so funny to me, you know, at first. And then I was like, OK, let's see what the child molester has to say. So, uh, OK, so I decided to just listen. But I was like, fuck, man, this guy is is full of shit, you know, and he's just trying to, like, stir the pot and just like. He wants to start a war, you know, with with the company that was his employer uh, at first, and he said so much good things about Mark and, and so on. And now he's just like trying to pretend that he's like some kind of like a 
you know, a warrior in a, in a shining armor and he wants to educate people. Educating on fucking what? He's not educating people or anything at all. He's just pretending to be, a, you know, a friend of Ghost, while at the same time he's just backstabbing Mark, you know? And I think that what Mark did was just spectacular. And I fully respect that man. I uh, reached out to him on, on the IG and also on Facebook, and I told him straight away, man, you did a fantastic job because you didn't anything wrong. You just didn't know. He is the CEO of the massive company, and he has so much people in his on his ship, and he's not, you know, controlling everyone because each person has his own has has his, his own respons responsibilities. So he, he can't, you know, see everything. And I think that he just like missed missed this one and he didn't know. And once he knew, he straight away started, said it, everything on, on, on his post. He made a public apology. And I think that, that the case should be closed. But of course, you know, the price ball fuckers, always try to you know stir the pot and they always you know try to you know shame people but like i said that's not how it's supposed to be you know yeah so for anybody if i cut you off right so if anybody's not familiar here mark glazier of nutribio was coming out with an i believe it's a liquid l-carnitine and was using a flavor called sour strips okay did not get launched but sour strip is a i guess a registered trademark to max tuning or chewing um, which is affiliated with Ghost. Ghost got involved. Some shit was being slung. But at the end of the day, the product was not launched. Mark admitted his mistake. All is said and done. But of course, he had to be dragged by dragged through the water. But Robert, go ahead and contribute, please. Um, so, I mean, it's pretty much what Lucas said. The thing is, is that it's really, you know what, we always trying to, we, I mean, not me really, but... Uh, generally people like to make a big deal out of nothing this is not that case when i saw it and i obviously you know got a lot of uh links and messages and and i thought fucking world war three broke down or something like that because that made no sense to me i tried to see what was the big deal about you know i mean what what happened and in reality nothing happened i mean literally nothing happened and because uh, product was even not released you know the product was not even released it was a mistake i know that uh you know we had a pawn for almost i mean i know that we are only known for a couple of years but a has been around for almost nine years and in nine years i made shit lot of mistakes you know it's just you you can't not have any business without making mistakes Mistakes happen, and they can happen to a smaller guy. They can happen to a bigger guy. Those mistakes happen. It was an honest mistake because there is no way that they would do it deliberately. It's co it costs money. Now they're gonna have to relabel each and every container. It's just one of those Jesus. things. <laughs> it's it's just one of those things that that can happen, and that's exactly what happened. They're gonna have to change the labels, and that's pretty much it. So obviously, it wasn't deliberately um dan from ghost i mean i i never had any issues with him personally but i'll i'll just say and i mean he's a drama queen he likes to cause drama he likes to exaggerate things i mean he's very proud of his brand and he should be because ghost is a great brand that achieved a lot you cannot not respect 
goes to what they've achieved in this space. They tremendous. And they've done some great innovations. They contributed a lot to the industry, I think the development of the industry. And I think they're sort of leaders in certain aspects. So for that, I commend them. And I think they achieved something great. And I'm a fan of the brand. And I would be obviously defensive too when it came to my brand. But if somebody fucked up and came to me and apologized in a you know, as men should be, as any human should be. I'm not going to go on social media and blast that person and try to get, I guess, more publicity out of it and turn it into a whole fucking spectacle and a circus. I mean, we are men. I mean, I think that the definition of what being a man kind of is getting lost and I see more and more bitches without sex change operations, you know I mean? It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous that people would go online and start crying and bitching about something that didn't happen. I mean, I don't want to see, but I'm pretty sure some of them have vaginas in turn, in turn, instead of dicks because men don't do it. Men go, they fuck up, they punch each other in the face if they can, and they done. It's over. You don't go online and you start crying and calling names and, and, and create a fucking spectacle and circus and a freak show. And then you have another platform that is getting paid by the first platform and trying to exaggerate it by saying that, oh, look, this is what should not be done. You don't need to tell me that it's not should be, that it shouldn't be done. I know it shouldn't be done. I know it's a mistake. You're not teaching me anything new. I know if something is trademarked, you don't touch it. If you did touch it, you apologize. Or maybe you're forced to pay through courts and whatnot. We all know how it works. But to go, I mean, it's your former employer, former employer that fired your ass, your former employer that used to pay you, your former employer that used to pay you and that used to call, you used to call him your best friend, your best friend. And just because the best friend doesn't pay you anymore, he automatically is no longer your best friend. If I have friends, I have my friends back. That's what I do. Even when they wrong, I still try my best. I will tell them, listen, you fucked up. But I'm going to try my best to help a friend if he's a true friend. But just because you stop paying me, you don't automatically stop being my friend. I don't do that. And I don't try to exaggerate. I always wanted to ask. I'm pretty sure if Nutribio fucked up, Apollon fucked up as well. Many companies fucked up. And I'm pretty sure at one point or another, Ghost fucked up. If Ghost fucked up, would Ben attack Ghost? I mean, we all know the answer to it. It's, it's a no. He would go out of his way to, to defend them. So it's just, it's sad to see it. It's sad to see it and it's, what's he, you know what? I'm not surprised that it happened. What does surprise me is the number of people that commenting and sucking dick and, and you know, making a big deal out of nothing. That That's what surprised oh. me. Ladies and gentlemen, Shane Smith has joined the show. Shane, are you alive? Are you there? Uh, can, you, can you hear me? I'm not like broken up or anything. We got you loud and clear. Well, my headphones were like, they connected. And then I went in and I'm like, motherfucker, I can't hear anyone. And then I went to, then I, then I turned it out, checked back in, did the tests, still couldn't hear anyone. I Sean also had some audio problems. Well, so if, any, if, if anybody from Bose or JBL or anybody wants a sponsorship, send some stuff to Shane, please. <laughs> so what's next on the agenda here, folks? I just want to say one more thing in regards to like to Ghost and, and Nutribio. 
everything would be handled in just one phone. Oh, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> if 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 Dan would call Mark and just say straight, "What are you doing?" and just 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 like that, you know, own uh, owner talks with another owner about a product that's not been released yet, but you know there are there is a mistake that needs to be handled. And why he why why Dan is even involving because I know he he he's probably is involving like please pay a company to, to to this whole situation you know because we all know that this fucking sub bouncer you know is is bouncing one one company after after another and it's like this this whole situation is just laughable to me you know you know. Um... I'll, I'll disclose this. Um, in nine years of Apollon existence, it happened three times that another company um, did something that we did. So they were in violation and we had to reach out to them. Not once did I go on social media and say who it is. In fact, one of them has become a very, very good friend of mine. Very good friend of mine. And all we did, no threats no bad mouthing no nothing just reached out to them and said like listen guys you know what maybe you didn't see it maybe you didn't notice it but we kind of have it you know i mean you kind of fucked up they in all three cases they apologized in all three cases everything was resolved no issues whatsoever and like i said two of them i'm okay with and one of them has become a very very good friend of mine and that's when you do a thumbs up, it, it shows up, it pops up, yeah. Oh, God damn it, here we go again. <laughs> so, uh... Robert's got rainbows coming out of his ass in a minute. <laughs> yeah. you, can, you can do a heart or something like no, that. Just, just one thing. I tried this morning to do this, it doesn't work. Uh, but yeah, one of them became a very, very good friend, and it's not a big deal. These things can happen, they will continue to happen in this industry. Yes, I mean, you fucked up because you didn't look it up. And it happened to us. And um, Shane actually knows about this. Something that I didn't look up. You know that it happened to Apollon as well. Um, we messed oh, yeah. up. Yeah, we yes, messed up once too. And the person, <laughs> another company, reached out actually to Shane. Shane reached out to me. He didn't go publicly with that. Even though he has the platform to break the news, he didn't go publicly. He was a friend who reached out to a friend and said, listen, you kind of fucked up. I was like, oh, shit, we reached out to the person. It cost us, and we were not sued or anything like that, but it cost us, obviously, a little bit of inconvenience and problem resolved. I mean, it happens. It happens. You don't go and you don't fucking bash people, especially when somebody fucking posts on social media and apologizes. You're creating drama out of nowhere to get, you know, to then to reach out to your sponsor Use. and say, like, listen, we, we have your back. We are cool. Pay us more. Hey, how is it called nowadays? Cloud chasing or what? Something like that. <laughs> I'm not an expert, so I don't know. I will say I've had a lot of those. There's, there's uh, a lot. No, I'd say a lot. A lot of uh, infringement stories. Not me. So products that I've shared that have then been taken down by like, uh, I mean, we get serious ones. We get like letters from the license holders, not the brands. <laughs> And they'll like take off the image from my site, take down the page from my site, go on Instagram, remove the images, like 
via Instagram. They go, they go hard, man. So good on them for, for protecting their, their interests. I think it's fun. So Shane, I know we're, we're creeping quick. We're two months out from your Arnold here. How's everything wrapping up with yeah. the back section? Let's talk about that for a minute. I believe the, 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 the brands are going to be announced like forcibly announced because the way they work is they, I don't know if you've seen the, uh, the floor plan on the Arnold website. They, uh, so they have, uh, when that was released, all the brands exhibiting were released basically, except us. I told them to make it blank, um, to give them time to announce their participation. Uh, but I was able to get until January. So I would say within the next few days, all those little boxes in the stacked area are going to be flipped over and uh, they'll, they'll have them revealed on the uh, yeah, the floor plan. So I think Shane, so, so how many how many brands you were able to uh, to get on board? We put a cap because our uh, limitation is um, so our deadline is earlier than the rest. Like if you came in to the Arnold the week before, you might better get, I mean, I don't actually think they're going to have space, but if they had space and if you came in, they could set you up within the week prior. But mm -hmm. for our area, you have to have things kind of books, reserves, printed. The setup's a little different. Um, so we've had to like, just like, we don't have time to add anybody late. So we've submitted our final group of 25 to 30, somewhere around there. I don't remember off the top of my head. Amount. That's a decent amount considering, you know, the... Uh, one, uh, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five. 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. Yeah, 25. But there are a few that are there that um, we helped sort of get to the show that aren't in the stacked area. Um, but yeah. It's gonna be pretty badass. And I'm assuming, a, I'm assuming it's a mix of brands from US and other parts of the world, right? We have a couple internationals. Um, okay. Well, international. I'm not counting Canada in that group. Canada is technically international, but they're like they're just up there. So it's like it's, yeah. there's I don't know. There's I think there's two or three Canadians maybe. Um, there's two from the uk i think maybe one from the uk i have not can't remember the top of my head now um obviously a lot of us a lot of us but for a lot of these brands a lot of them this will be the first time they've done a show that's cool not just there's a lot of them that that haven't done a um especially the arnold of all the places oh yeah man so, Same. what's the what's the difference the main difference between uh, arnold usa and uk for you i mean I mean, I, I, you mean, you know what I mean in terms of uh, how many brands you have, or you know, or uh, oh, the UK they wanted to do the stacks. Well, they asked if the stack section was possible, and I was because the Arnold UK pro, pre before this one was handled by uh, someone else. It wasn't them. They I think they licensed it. I don't really know the the, the, the way it worked, but it wasn't the same organizers moving into uh, this year. They've taken that control that's why it's now shifted to like a new date um and they're like i didn't think it would be worth doing like a specialty section unless i knew there were going to be a shitload of supplements i didn't want it to be like 
10 supplement brands and then we'll do a special stack section that had like nine of them that didn't make any sense mm -hmm. so i wanted to wait till there were like a lot but this year on the at the arnold us who that house is going to be packed i believe they, they got like record numbers of exhibitors or something the floor space is just yeah loaded a lot of big ones a lot of small ones a lot of medium ones is it the um, same is it the same venue as as last year or are they moving to to a different one as far as i know this the same venue yeah. i believe yeah same venue but they shift things around so like they'll do um to make more space like they might have a sport at the convention center to make more room they might shift that sport to somewhere else in town um okay. so like that way they can have more things happening in one area i think mm -hmm. they're talking about potentially expanding but i think this would be the first year in a long time that it's going to be like jam jam packed you know we can't breathe you have to walk down the aisle sideways because everyone's all and the, and the toilets all like yellow and dirty because all the jack dudes are taking shits that's just what like we're looking people. at man just yeah, like that's what fake tan all over the toilet seat that's what we're at <laughs> and of course nice. it's going to be killing because there's a, a two-time stack sort of stack champion going to be there with their booth for the very first time yeah the one and only it's uh it's it's actually to be honest with you i'm i'm a little bit nervous because we've never done ever um you know arnold or, or the olympia or anything like that so you know even logistics and how to move everything and how to do it i've um you know, I mean, thank God for Carolina because she she's basically, you know, I was uh, I asked her, I said, can you be in touch with Shane and just handle it? I said, I don't want anything to do with it. But uh, yeah, no, I, honestly, I'm excited. It's something very, very cool. And as as, as soon as I heard that Stacked is in, involved and then running it, I mean, that was no brainer that, you know, we have to do it. And I'm glad we do. To be honest with you, uh, I would do the UK too. I, I still plan on going to UK. It just would be very, very complicated. And because Carolina received her um, green card uh, only, what, last year, uh, she still is, uh, she still can't travel overseas because she's waiting for the travel document, which is like a passport for green card holders. And I was like, you know what, if I'm not sure that she has it and she can go, there is no way I'm going to go. Uh, so, you know, she's still waiting for it. So, you know, it can arrive any minute, but, uh, you know, knowing these situations, it can come beginning of the year. It can become, it, it can come in the mail sometimes in six months. So that's the reason why I will definitely travel. I, I also want to go to FIBO. How is FIBO shaping up to be? Oh man, it's going to be. I've heard, I've heard some good things. Yes. I have booked that. I just booked my flights, uh, I'm actually going to the Arnold UK via New Jersey. So it's from, uh, I'm in New Jersey for like four days, five days before flying. And then we have New York, New Jersey, and then there's a flight that gets, I leave on the, the Tuesday or the Wednesday. Yeah, there is a direct <laughs> flight from Newark, I think, yeah. I mean, there's a direct flight to the UK, but to get to Birmingham, it's, it's, it's a little shitty. Gypsy, gypsy yeah, I city. think, yeah, I think I, I flew through Switzerland, but I think there is also why Holland. Yeah, there's, there's possibility. I saw those flights. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Why would I fly over the UK to then go back to the UK? It doesn't make any. I'm yeah. going. I'm going through Ireland. There's a flight that gets yeah. me to Ireland, and then that goes to Birmingham. 
after, no train. after Birmingham, I mean, what's the difference? What is it like two, three weeks until FIBO? Yeah. Yeah, FIBO I'm, is I'm, uh, 13, 13th of yeah, August. Yeah, it's, it's a month. I'm pissing around from uh, in the UK. I think I'm, I've got about five different cities I need to visit in the UK. I'm also going to, uh, to Emin um, uh, and uh, Sweden. There's a couple finally getting my trip to, to, to the land of functional deliciousness. And then eventually, I think I should stumble into FIBO. So, yeah, I think it's like the, the week of the 10th or something. Yeah, something like that. Isn't FIBO, though, and, and educate me, isn't FIBO like less on the supplements, but more on like the clothing and, and more the industry in oh, general? Supplements? Oh, 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 oh. It, but it's it, like wings upon wings, if, right? Like three times. If you're size. talking, if you're talking like if this is if this is the sandwich, and then you've got okay. supplements, equipment, fitness, like yeah, the supplement makes up a little bit, but you have to understand that that little bit is the size of the Arnold, if not bigger, at its best. Right. So it's like, and it's all supplements. Every German in his in his in his, his house makes his way out there. Lucas drives across hills and snow and mountains and yeah it's the best i was there once uh i think 2016 or maybe 2017 i'm not sure and i was there for four days and because uh, i think they have wednesday thursday friday and saturday or something like that and i can honestly say um that i did not cover even half of it mm. it was just not possible and i was exhausted I was exhausted. It's just it's it's a lot. I mean, put it this way: uh, at its best days, Arnold and and Olympia, you know, they were packed. I, I remember, especially the early two thousands, it was just ridiculous. But never have I seen anything like FIBO. It's just not even close. Even you know, this year's Arnold, I know it promises to be one of the biggest ever, and I know it's gonna be a fracture of what FIBO is at at its best because FIBO is just like i said it was just not possible to cover the whole thing it's impossible it need, you need a week probably sean last year i had a meetings in like three different halls so okay. i was i had to move from one hall to another one and another one to another one and back and forth back and forth right so i did around forty thousand steps just by walking through one hall to another one and so on, you know. So you, you just can imagine, you know, the amount of people down there is just crazy, you know. But, you know, from what I've heard, this year is going to be big because all the German brands decided to participate in the show. And once the bigger, you know, German brands wants to join the show, it only means one thing. Crowd's going to be crazy, man. So... If someone, if someone is thinking about go, going to FIBO, I suggest to book a ticket right away, you know? You know I was, I was on the fence. I, I, when, uh, I think Apollon was like a year or two years old and absolutely no even vision or aspirations to go anywhere, uh, you know, further than Apollon Gym. But I decided to take a trip anyway because I heard so much and because I'm a nerd and I love research, I was like, why not, you know? Um, I went there and again, it wasn't even a business trip. It was more like a research and just a fun trip for four days and that's it. And I remember going there and I knew one Russian distributor. And again, it wasn't through supplements. It was more through bodybuilding through friends. 
but he was uh, buying a lot of stuff and when i say his name lucas probably gonna go i know exactly who it is because lucas how long you been with prometheus 13 years now okay so you definitely know as soon as i'm gonna say the name you're gonna know who it is so i met with that russian distributor again not supplements not business related and he goes to me i gotta introduce you to prometheus and i'm like who he goes to me, oh, they big, they distributor, like, I have nothing to do with it. And he goes, oh, you have badass supplements. And we had like three products. And I was like, so the funny thing is, is actually I got to talk to somebody at Prometheus and he was very, very nice. And I remember Prometheus had this amazing booth, absolutely amazing. And everybody was dressed the same. It was very, very nice. And uh, it was so polite. And actually somebody talked to me about the supplements in Europe. And again, I don't remember who it was. But the company from Russia, uh, Lucas, was Victory. Hmm. So you definitely heard about them yeah, because I know that they were doing a lot of business at that time. We're talking about 2016, 2017, 2015. I know mm -hmm. they were buying a lot of uh, from Prometheus and selling in Russia. Yeah. Good old days. Mm -hmm. Shane, so to end on that, though, you got to take a lot of credit, Shane, because I, I know some of the brands that are coming. And this is a first time for them. So, you know, it, it, take, it, take it as a, a kudos to you, brother. Just kind of stroking your ego here because, you know, you're pulling a lot, of, a lot more clout than you think you are. Oh, it's, it, it's going to be it's going to be a good time. We have the we did the executive list as well, which uh, Sean is on. Uh, it's like a list of basically uh, representatives, individuals, companies that are there to support the exhibitors. So like distributors, buyers. Uh, retailers, um, kind of like me, some couple media people. Uh, but the whole purpose was that uh, we try and give back to the exhibitors. And I, when we put the word out there, I think there's like a there's a distributor from Puerto Rico on there. There's a like some a couple retailers from throughout the U.S. that are just like, oh, me and my husband run a store attached to this gym, and we like bringing in new products and snacks. And I was like great that you want to be there but i'm like how the hell did you fucking find me how the hell did you even hear about this because but you like you're brother. reaching out yeah i was like this is weird and it's uh i mean it's cool i think the list capped out at 100 um it's just sort of a test so it does well if it again they get anyone on that list gets to get in early talk to the brands the exhibitors before the the crowd comes in so they can you know, maybe talk business, maybe talk distribution, offer what they can to the exhibitors, and then the rush of the uh, intense bodybuilding fans take over the house. Shane, are you are you offering like any of your services, like like meeting rooms, or is that basically on the brand owner or the distributor? Yeah, meeting rooms. It's the same thing as like a um, like a booth. You pay a certain amount for a booth. You pay a certain amount for a um, meeting room if you want to attach it. If you're like a bigger brand, sometimes they throw it in like, oh, I'm doing this here and this here. Oh, we can chuck this in as well. But they do. They All of the meeting rooms in the entire, uh, I, I would say, main Columbus area, the Arnold, in theory, owns. So if right. you book one, whether or not it's through them, they know about it. <laughs> so they know of absolutely everybody in attendance type thing. If, if you guys had a crystal ball, would you think the Arnold will eventually overtake the Olympia, both from the both from the event as well as the bodybuilding and the fitness side of things? What do you think? Arnold, I think Olympia will always be one. No, right, they already did. 
I think, I think so too. I, I think in terms of like, probably like presentation, like that live webcast shit. God damn, that's a free live webcast for anyone anywhere in the world. That's that. Yep. That's a pretty cool thing. Um, the expo, I, I from what I've heard, should be a step up easily. But then the only the only the only problem is is the competition. I don't think, no matter how much money, like they offer. I don't think it's going to be seen as like the Olympia is still like the the world title type thing. I think it's like the Olympics versus the Commonwealth Games. Like it's just like it's it, it is just the world title and the prestige. I think of the Olympia's competition will be there, but right. everything else surrounding it, I think, will be Arnold definitely taking taking a step forward. I think for the past probably ten fifteen years, maybe even longer, as. Uh you know, as a presentation, as a sports festival, as uh, as the expo, Arnold's been kicking Olympia's ass, I mean, easily. Um, also, don't forget that uh, I think everything has to do with, um, with longevity in terms of, uh, I like the Olympia from 20, 30 years ago when they traveled from one city to another city all over yeah. the world. I thought that was very, very cool. And it was their thing. It was like day thing. And then they tried to have a model where everything is happening in Vegas. Now, not everybody can afford to go to Vegas. It's not that easy. Um, and uh, I think that did, didn't work, but they didn't last in Vegas for too long. When they had it at Mandalay Bay in Vegas, it was amazing. And then they had it only for, I believe, two, maybe three years. And then Olympia got greedy. And they decided to save money, and they went to a shithole called the Orleans, which mm -hmm. is a complete fucking shithole. Prostitutes and disgusting and dirty and smelly. It was just horrible. And they were there for fucking a decade or something like that. It was just terrible. I stayed. I stayed in that hotel. It's terrible. Like, for my first five Olympias, everyone kept telling me like, "You stayed in the whole hotel." I was like. I ain't seen any whores walking around. What are you talking yeah. about? Like, yeah, I thought it was crazy. Yeah. Right. Horse, I mean, that, that hotel is terrible. So I always believed, I mean, that's the old school model maybe that I have. I believe in evolution. I believe that things have to progress with time. And, um, you know, the, that's, the, that's the way we're trying to, to build upon also, like, you know, little by little. And I think that Arnold was built exactly the same way where they had it in Columbus initially, and they still have it in the same place, and they've been slowly, steadily building it up to be what it is today. And Columbus is, I mean, for most part, even people that are not following bodybuilding, because Arnold Classic is no longer just about bodybuilding. It's yep. about everything. It's a sports festival. It's a legit sports festival. And uh, I was just at the Olympia in Orlando, and I can tell you, it was, I didn't go to the show. I just didn't give a fuck about the show. I literally went there for business and business wise, it was a great trip, but I went to the expo and I was there for literally 15, 20 minutes and I covered the entire expo. That's how small it was and how yeah. insignificant it was. And I remember reaching out to Shane and I was like, there's like fucking 20 supplement companies in here. If that, it was just absolutely terrible. There was nothing to see. There's nothing to do. Um, it was boring um, to walk around. You walk around freely because there were no people. So I like how the Olympia is trying to present it, that it was sold out event. Of course it was a sold out event because you had it in a fucking small, tiny little room. 
you didn't have it, have it like in a huge fucking you know concert hall or something like that you had it in a small tiny room it's very very easy to sell out when you have something small so uh uh it was it, it didn't even have a feel of this is like a super ball of bodybuilding you know kind of like you have the world cup or something like that that is getting bigger and bigger and bigger so arnold took over the only thing that olympia does have over the arnold classic is i think joe weeder and uh the prestige of having that's actually a world title in bodybuilding so there is no other way around it so it doesn't matter what the arnold does they can double or triple the the money it's still the arnold classic is not going to have the same prestige in terms of winning it as the olympia that's never yeah. going to happen but as a sports festival as the expo i mean olympia doesn't even come close yeah i just want to ask you this question because from brand perspective you know from owner brand perspective you know is it better to exhibit to uh arnold or olympia god that's not even a question yeah, put, it, put it this way i'll i'll be perfectly honest with you i have zero intention ever to exhibit at the olympia ever yeah. wow. um, even at the arnold classic i i was on a fence that that i was considering all the time like back and forth but i mean it's not cheap it's we're talking about thousands of dollars to exhibit and then you have to come obviously with with a crew i mean you have to fly a few people or bring a few people you obviously have to feed them and you have to pay for their hotels and you have to i mean it's yeah, i have to feed them yeah it, it's an expense it's an expense it's it's mcdonald's yeah you have you have i mean prometheus <laughs> gonna spend does prometheus have a booth where at FIBO? at FIBO. uh i don't think so but uh you know one more year but, yeah. uh, Lars will cover <laughs> all the expenses, right? Yeah, yeah of course, man. We you know, so it, it, it's an expense. It's a, it's an expense to go to a, a show of that magnitude, especially when it's not in your backyard or anything like that. But for me, it was, you know, the fact that Stag's going to have, uh, you know, its own section there. That was pretty much what tipped the scale, and there was no brainer that we have to be there. But Arnold, at least... I entertained the idea and I always knew that at least once we have to be there. Olympia, never going to happen. There's no need for it, and especially after what I saw now. Even if they improve it, I know they bring it to Vegas and whatnot. There is no way they're going to improve it that much. And I don't think that there is that much interest. You're going to spend twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 minimum on a shitty little booth. And to bring people over there, I mean, it doesn't pay. And it's, you're still not going to be able to reach as many people as you will through social media these days, which you can reach people, you know, all over the world. Or you have the stacked expo every year. You're probably going to reach a lot more people sitting yeah. at home and paying far less. I mean, it's just, it doesn't, I, I think that especially with today's economy and what's going on, I don't think that brands are going to be pissing money away. But this year, it is something special. It is something different. And I think that you know like like sean said uh, part of it of course shane uh stacks reputation i think that helps brands to make a decision towards doing it but other than that and you know arnold again will always be for for foreseeable future arnold's going to be more prestigious than olympia in terms of the expo and just like you said earlier that more people are more apt to go i think columbus because it's kind of more centralized to the u.s versus going to vegas of course flying to columbus is easier driving to columbus is easier i mean it's easy access and it's just it's better and 
you know, I mean, I, I don't like to criticize any sports because I think it's very disrespectful. But when I went to the Olympia right now, they had obviously bodybuilding event. But, you know, at the Expo, for example, at the Arnold Classic, they have different events like powerlifting or fighting or karate. And I think it's phenomenal. It's great. Mm -hmm. The only, the only sport that I saw at the Olympia, do you know which sport was on the, uh, on the, on the expo floor? Slap fighting Cross for women. Fight. Slap fitting. I wish, because that's what people actually watch. I mean, as ridiculous as it is. No. Judo. Sumo. Sumo? Sumo. Oh, I want to watch that. I, I did too, with the <laughs> other three people. Was it normal? <laughs> was it like regular people, or was it like actual, like big, giant, like fat? people with the undies and everything both so you had basically fucking uh, people walking pretty much butt naked throughout the expo yeah and, and everybody was making fun of them it's and, hanging yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah. titties so almost that I, yeah. I did watch like i said for about five or ten they do the leg up they do the you know the left leg yeah. and the right leg. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, dude, that is an experience. <laughs> oh, it them. was quite an experience, but it doesn't. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it didn't bring as many people as martial arts. I mean, real martial arts, or uh, you know, a powerlifting or anything like that. A couple oh, of people like, giggled and they walked away. I feel like I would have. I would have tipped. I would have put some money in a hat for that. <laughs> <laughs> that was surreal. Should we? Well, should I don't think the Arnold has sumo. I don't think so. I could be wrong. Maybe they do. I don't know. I doubt. I mean, should unless the they pay. Should the listeners get a GoFundMe page going for Lucas to join us at the Arnold this year? <laughs> UK. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be in UK for for the Arnold. Oh yeah, you'll be in the UK. Yeah, I'm gonna be there. And FIBA. I'll be a FIBA. And FIBA, of course. And then we are going to to, to HQ. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm going to HQ in a different time. So whether I, I, I mean, only because whenever, we... Whenever, um, you're go when, whenever you're going, I'll be there. <laughs> let me look. It's on my calendar because I'm flying to... It was easy. It was more efficient for me to go to uh, Sweden and then Emin at the same time, okay. or well, not at the same time, but back and back because it was like I think it was like 100, 200 bucks, and then it was you could catch Emin on the way. Mm -hmm. I think it's like both wife and daughter going, both wife and your daughter going all over, or no, going solo. So they'll be at the Arnold. Uh, Ava's the one giving out my special edition T-shirts. Um, oh. She's adamant that she wants to give free t-shirts to people. She told them they would have to show their muscles for it. I don't know what that means, but we'll, we'll wait and see. Um, and so, but then they fly back on the, uh, at the end. And then uh, I go, I'm visiting a couple of brands in New York, visiting a couple of brands in Vancouver, um, then New Jersey. And then I go to the Arnold UK. Then I visit about, Five brands in the UK, I think, like Alpha Neon's on the list, um, HR Labs. And then by the time I come back from Emin, they should be there 
in Manchester, I think, is the order of events. And then we go, we're, we're doing like a, there'll be a fever. Um, and then we're going to, I believe, Japan, Morocco, and potentially Uzbekistan. <laughs> because so going, why not? We're going to, uh, to grab some Turkestron <laughs> from Uzbekistan. <laughs> Who's Big Turk? I'll tell you. I, I, when I walk in, I, I expect to be when I walk down the streets. You know how they have like candy shelves Bro, at the this, convenience this, stores. I expect to see Turkestero. Yeah, yeah, it grows everywhere there. Like you, instead of roses, wow. I'll buy you a, a bouquet of Turk plant. By the way, uh, which date is Apollo seminar this year? As of right now, we're trying to do it October seventh, I think, fifth or seventh. Yeah, because you're clashing with the. Um, the Olympia, right? Uh, Olympia, I think, is two weeks later, two or three weeks, or a week later, maybe a week later. I think it's a week later because I Nax is the same week as the Olympia, and Nax is also in Vegas, so they're going to get a very nice runoff of industry people that will be there for for Nax because that's on like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then the Olympia is on Friday, Saturday. And uh, Nax is like a, is is ridiculously huge, like it's like the Fibo, but for convenient. Actually, I would probably put this thing close to Fibo. Mm -hmm. It's like everything you need for a, to open a convenience store. Like they have gas pumps in there for sale. Like you fill up your cars with gas, right, but they have them sales? on just yeah. So it's the guys who make those. They have the entire thing on display in the show <laughs> for you to see. And then they have like the hot, you know, the fried chicken stands that they have in convenience stores. They have those to try. They had car washes in the bloody thing running, and you could see how they work. It was huge. And then in between them, you had Monster, Red Bull, um, Ghost was in there with Anheuser Busch. Uh, EHP Labs, Bucked Up. You had a couple convenience store supplement guys, but that that place was, I, it was two days, I think, two, three days, two and a half days. But that's the three days prior to the Olympia. But you cannot get in um, unless you are part of the National Convenience uh, Association or some shit. Or, or uh, you're a trusted media source like myself <laughs> <laughs> so rob it gets a, it's a 10 to the 13th and if we all know you you probably already all got the guest lineup already taken care of for your event you'll be surprised no wow no um i have few uh, ideas but i it's always... gonna suck he's all lazy <laughs> now that he's <laughs> no i i had few ideas but um I think, well, actually, believe it or not, that uh, the, the last year's event, we finalized it around February, February, March, something like that. Usually it's about eight months, eight, nine months, something like that. Um, but uh, we already started working on it, started working on a list uh, of potential guests. And um, I'm trying, I would like to do slightly different approach this time, like to have more athletes from different sports. Um, and uh, see how it goes. But I, uh, yeah, I should have probably an idea within the next month or two. Got to get Sam and Stu together. 
Uh, Stu, I'm pretty sure is gonna make it. Stu is actually coming to um, to Apollon, I think in May, just before the New York Pro. He's gonna be there for about a week. Oh, nice. So, so he's gonna be there for sure. We actually just talked a couple of days ago. Uh, so we're gonna try to figure out like different things uh, that we're gonna do in terms of uh, you know content and stuff like that. But he's been he's been great. I mean, I can't say anything you know negative at all he's been a team player he's constantly on the phone with us he's always in touch i mean really good guy and very very entertaining he has a great sense of humor good representative of the brand and i think it's um you know after branch i think that this is like a completely different approach because Agreed. this is a you know a young um a hot prospect and uh, i know he's planning to do a lot of shows this year and um, I think, I don't know if he signed or about to sign. I think he signed with Gasp already. So I, I think he's with Gasp now too. So he's going to try to do um, a couple of European shows as well. So I think two or three in America, and then he's trying to do a couple of Europeans as well. So he wants to be very active this year. Awesome. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd love his content. Him and I talked a little bit behind the scenes. Seems like a really nice, humble, down-earth down -earth guy. No ego whatsoever. Uh, well, we, we, I think Lucas actually talked to him about it, that he's going to do the final scoop. If Shane okay. won't make it. Yeah, he's, he's cool. I, I, I like him a lot. Great guy. Yeah, Shane's cool. Shane's cool. <laughs> I, love, I love New Zealand. <laughs> you, should, you should make the trip one time. Was it like a day and a half to get here? To you? To your plane? Yeah. Yeah, you have to fly. Yeah, yeah I, want Actually, to, I want. I want to see the the gold thing for sure, man. It's not that nice. I mean, it's all right. I guess I've lived here with it too long. I would have got a golden toilet, but Nikki said no. So yeah, it is what it is. Maybe till till that time you will have a gold toilet and maybe a gold Honda or something like that. I, I want to get a gold gate. Right no, I have like a fence, and I want to get a gate, like an automatic gate, and I wanted a gold. And I haven't been able to figure it out. That's the, just... that's the life goals post uh, Arnold. I mean, it's not that it's expensive. It's that I can't find anyone who will do it. Surprisingly, no one wants to make me a golden gate. Apparently, it's a weird thing. Hey, speaking speaking of, congrats on being on the news. Oh, my Christmas lights. <laughs> oh, kind share. Bro. Did you see, I put it on, I put I was very proud of this 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 moment. The uh I was, was amazed December December fifth. Yeah, so I we were like so we all live like the like three years ago when I moved into my house, like we set up some Christmas lights, it was all good. And then the guy across the road from us puts them up, and then someone else puts them up. And then the next year we're like, oh well, we gotta juice it up, right? This is this is this is bodybuilding. We gotta go bigger every year. This is what we do. <laughs> so I, I got more. And then they all got more. And so this year I was like, damn, I gotta fucking put the hammer down. I gotta build a Christmas tree, buy it like a giant Santa. Yeah. So this year, I think we were home early, so I set it all up. And then like the guy across the road, he had built these giant nutcrackers by himself, put them on his fence. So I was like, shit. And then Little do you know, like the whole before we knew it, you could see our street lit up from a distance. And I was like, yeah. oh shit, this is this is pretty big. And then there was this dude late at night 
he had like a tripod and he was taking some photos and i was like oh it's nice but i don't know if it's that nice bro what are you doing like these are these are and then the guy across the road told me, he's like, bro, he's from the newspaper. He's gone around and found the 10 to 15 of the best Christmas lights in Auckland. And I was like, oh, shit, you serious? And then <laughs> a few days later, we were on the, uh, the the newspaper and the website. I was like, damn. Is that a chance? Oh, Jane, Jane Smith photography. Is that it? <laughs> no. Hold on. I should be able to find... I don't That's share nice. many things. It is beautiful. It's probably not that nice. But it's close. It was glamorous. I think of where I... Here we are you, go. Are you trying to be Clark Griswold? You know who Clark Griswold is? The thing is, is I said to Nikki, I was like, when did we become these people? How did I become this? When did my life become Christmas life? Post-30, Post-30. Yeah, I think so. And I said to I said to her I was like um, I was like a kid a kid you know we just cared too much and then it's just gotten out of hand right like 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 uh, like lifting like supplements I'm not going to take it that serious then you take it a pre workout then you take a high stem pre workout then you take some creatine and, some, and now your cupboard looks like Lucas's back wall it's ridiculous it just happens addict I don't know I don't know if you're going to be able to visit to this link. Because New Zealand probably doesn't want your your business, but uh... no, I, I thought we were all right. We were all right. I thought we we, we achieved pretty good. It was pretty cool. We we're, we're the one. We're the one with a giant center on the on on the uh, the balcony. New Zealand the, Herald. <laughs> yeah, man. What's up? <laughs> Bro, that's crazy. I was so like, you gonna try to beat it this year? What next? You gonna try to beat it next year? Oh, dude, our plans are in motion. Like Robic and his seminar. This is, is I plan <laughs> on having no piece of my house uncovered by LED lights. Okay. Hey, bro, you got a challenge now. You need to come up with something. Lucas will see my house from Poland. Oh yeah, man. That's what I wrote you, man, on the IG. I had a snow. <laughs> I had a snow machine as well, so that when people walked up to the house, they were covered. They were turned on and they got covered in snow. Seriously? It may not be magical to you guys, but we don't get snow, so it's kind of it's a yeah. big deal. No. I remember. Hey, uh, I remember it was like last winter or two years back. I was recording uh, my Chain vision you know, for for Ava. Oh, there you go. Keep going. Keep going. Okay, hold on. Oh no, wait! It's I think it's a gallery. I think it's a gallery. Go up. There you go. You need a swipe. Okay. No, that's nice. That's not me. You'll see him. All right, hold on. I, th I think it. That is a beautiful one. Some of these make me. There you that's go. The there one. I am. That's, that's the one. <laughs> that's me. Wow! Kudos to you, brother. No, not that one. Where's it gone? Where's oh, it? never mind. All right, hold on. There we go. It's the one with the the big fat Santa Claus. No, that's my neighbor. Go. Yeah, it's coming up. It's coming up. It changed the order? Uh, you went past it. You skipped me. It was loading. Either way. Yeah, maybe it took too long because the, the density of the lights was just too much for the camera. 
<laughs> All right, we tried. It was, it was, it was, we had people come by, take photos, come inside and get selfies with kids and stuff like that. It was all right. Next year, be even bigger. All right. If I don't make the news next year, I'll be disappointed. So, Robert, do you want to share with us? You had another killer year last year. I know you shared. What were your final drops and numbers and everything else for 23? 54 releases. So, wow. uh, about, I think, seven more than the previous year. I think seven. No, no not seven. 12. 12. 12 more than last year. But um, it, it, it was a very, very tricky. I mean, if we're talking about pure releases, then yeah, 12 more releases. In terms of, uh, I think, diversity, definitely had more diversity this year. You know, because the, the year before, the only thing that we've done that was kind of different was the barbecue sauce. And that was the only thing that was like really, really different because the health line we already had. I think mm -hmm. we expanded a lot more on a health line this year. <laughs> and this year, I think, you know, I took Lucas's advice with the um, cream of rice, with hot rice. I think that one definitely was way different. And, um, you know, obviously vegan protein and the sharp coffee. So kind of went in different directions. And I think that I like this year a lot. Well, obviously i think this year is a lot more powerful than last year and it showed and but the main thing that i'm proud of is the fact that um the brand keeps growing that was a bit of a because to be honest with you i don't know if lucas can support this because i don't know like how europe is if it's exactly the same as it was in the united states and i know lucas and i discussed this because i was a little bit worried um Lucas, when did I call you? I think around August or something like that, where we discussed and I told you that things are kind of slow. And you told me that, you know, this is this time of the year and the economy and stuff like that. We had that conversation. So the beginning of the year absolutely exploded. I mean, 2023 just started off with a bang. And then somewhere in the middle of the year, it was like a downtime. And that kind of worried me a little bit, like maybe something is off because the releases were there, the, everything was there, but it was a, a bit of a slow year and was like a kind of a dip. And then pretty much, I think around September, when things started to kind of like really go up and then the last three months, absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it's just, we far suppressed anything that was in 2022. And I like the international presence more and I like the direction of the company. And, um, in, in being totally honest, you know, I think that the fact that we parted ways and, you know, there was a lot of speculation, a lot of chatter of whether we fired Branch or Branch walked away or whatnot. It was none of that. It just ran its course. He had a opportunity and he took that opportunity and, you know, we, we have great relationship. But at the same time, almost at the same time, Stu happened. And even though Stu is not a legend or, you know, doesn't have any significant he doesn't have any wins in pro bodybuilding but he only competed twice as a pro bodybuilder and already made a lot of noise and uh he plays top five in both competitions and new york pro he plays second um i think that that's kind of gave us a different push but body of k that was that was the one that i was very very nervous about that one you know i i knew that we're going in a completely different territory and 
that was a little bit of a, a little tricky releasing all three products at once and you know coming at the end of the year but the way things are going i couldn't be so proud of it. <clears throat> fuck mediocre obviously made a lot of noise <laughs> yeah that that what uh i remember it, it it made me nervous just because of the name you know i didn't know how it's going to be perceived but no you. It, it it it's uh that idea i i had for for before even trying to do something like that, that the formula that i would like you know not to go and like just do trademarks and kind of showing off and you know going to hold dick measurement competition i just wanted to do a cool pre-workout that would be just you know synonymous to the word cool and i think fuck mediocre is, is exactly that and i didn't expect that it's going to be sold out that quickly i actually thought that it's going to be sold out within a week i i had that in mind but considering we just released uh assassin 6.5 again and then um um bare knuckle i didn't i i, I didn't it was like will the customers tell us okay fuck off enough is enough no i mean didn't happen you know they jumped on it and and of course you know i mean i could go on and on and on but the collaboration with the french chef that was a big one <laughs> yeah. to see that on Times Square. And uh, that was big because I was sick and tired of everybody trying to copy Ghost because, you know, do collaborations with them. I mean, it's huge what they've done, not taking anything away. We just, I wish, and we talked about this in, in our group chat. I wish that brands would stick to being themselves. You know, and, and seeing, and, and I know Lucas is getting pissed about this subject all the time when he sees that brands are copying each other. Um, it's so fucking ridiculous. It, it's just beyond ridiculous because the thing is, we all can see that it's happening. And I just, I, I don't get it. Like some of the brands that I've seen were in conversation, oh, they've done so much this year. And when you look at it, like, you haven't done shit. You know, all you did was just basically either the same shit or you copied somebody else and there is very, very little originality or, or risk. Don't get me wrong, because it's going to come off as if I'm bragging, but I'm mostly like just proud of what we achieved because for a small brand to achieve what we've done this year and to suppress previous year by far, of course, I'm very proud. But don't get me wrong. We had a few, not misses, but not everything was like, whoa, you know, incredible. Uh, vegan protein is a challenge. It's a challenge because uh, it's not very upon product. On the other hand, you know, sharp coffee was not much of a challenge because it's still a strong caffeine-based product with nootropics. But vegan to come from us, that needed a little bit more of a push. It's still, um, I, I think we're still learning about the brand, and that's the reason why very often uh, I'll ask for Shane's advice or Lucas's advice or somebody who's been, or Patrick from Aries Nutrition because he has a, you know, a retail store. I, I'm not shy about it. You know, I'm proud of the fact that I don't have a, you know, stick up my ass where I think that I'm the best and I know everything better than anyone else. I ask questions and I'm cool with it. I, I don't have a problem with it. So sometimes I need a little bit of a, I have the balls to take a risk but I still need advice and guidance and a second opinion sometimes, which I don't, I don't feel like it's beneath me to ask for an opinion or advice because we're still learning. And sometimes it's very, very unpredictable as to how things will 
pan out. But yeah, I mean, extremely strong year and actually a very strong beginning of the year. I think the first week is already uh, more accounts, uh, very strong sales. Uh, fuck me, dear. You know what? One one thing that I will say because we we had a marketing meeting yesterday, and the probably the thing I'm proud of the most, and uh, I think that you guys can probably have an explanation as to why it happened. I mean, I know why it happened, but I think for me personally, it's cool. A couple of years ago, maybe four years ago, five years ago, we released one version of Assassin. And if you went and, and saw all the orders that we had, you know, lined up with all the orders, even though considering we had other SKUs, all you would see the orders for Assassin, 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 Assassin. Like people were not buying that much from us of anything else. And that made me think of Shane's statement that I already <laughs> repeated many times when he said it's a pre-workout brand. It was a fucking pre-workout brand. Now there is no doubt about it. I clearly remember it and you will understand why I'm saying it. There were like fucking shitload of orders covered. And on each order, there was a container of assassins, sometimes two assassins, sometimes three assassins, but it was 90, more than 90% assassin, nothing else. So now when we released Fuck Mediocre, uh, everybody was sick, I guess it's that time of the year. So I, I myself went and I was helping Maria pack the orders. And I said that yesterday during marketing meeting and each order, almost every order had Fuck Mediocre. But, but along with Fuck Mediocre, there were always a couple of other products. Always, whether it's a fish oil or protein or vegan protein or case uh, line. And that made me probably the happiest person in a long time to see that the evolution of a pond that it's no longer just a pre-workout brand because to see that difference sometimes we go in life and you know we just go with motion and we don't notice little things and i immediately remembered holy shit you know what there was only assassin there was nothing but assassin or hooligan but in that case i remember that day it was only assassin because the containers were yellow and it was the whole fucking thing was covered in yellow containers. There was no other product. People were not buying anything. And I remember retailers would place an order from us and we would have to ask them, would you like this? Would you like that? No, I'm good. Just send me assassin. You know, they wanted that and nothing else. And, you know, so that makes a difference. Robic, as a brand owner, what makes you decide what's going to be a limited edition versus what's going to be a staple in the lineup? So, uh, good question. Um, Carolina runs the brand in terms of marketing, sales, and whatnot. So, she's responsible for all that and she's in charge. But when it comes to production, when it comes to products, yes, it's me. And um, my personal decision based is like, for example, Fuck Mediocre, right? Or uh, Bloody Hooligan. It's very expensive product. It's extremely expensive product to make. This is not your mainstream where you're going to be selling. Like, for example, we released Fuck Mediocre and we released Bare Knuckle pretty much at the same time. There was a difference of two or three days. But Bare Knuckle is, although expensive to make, this is our staple product. It's a non-stem pre-workout. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit higher in price than your conventional product or mainstream product. 
but there is a huge market for it and people want it all the time. Fuck Mediocre is not your average pre-workout or bloody hooligan. It's a combination of two products. So from a pure marketing, from a pure business perspective, you have two products in one. I mean, if bloody hooligan costs, I don't know, about $50, $60 and um, hooligan costs about the same, buying two products is going to cost you $110 or $120, right? Bloody hooligan, I'm not a greedy person. So I'm not going to sell it for $110, $120. It's just not going to happen. And I believe we sold it for 70 which is if you think it's a huge saving, but it's still $70. It's not a cheap product. So something like that, the fans of the brand and the fans of those products, they get to save, but they also get to get something cool, like really, really cool. I, If we were to sell only Bloody Hooligan, we would probably kill the sales of Hooligan and Bloody Hell. I mean, that's just the, who the fuck needs those two products when you can save. But you're not going to be able to sell consistently nonstop. It's just not possible. It, it is an expensive product. So doing something cool like that and, you know, breaking news, I guess, but Bloody Hooligan, we will release one more time in right. the next few months. But again, it's going to be just a, a limited release because we only had it for fucking four hours. It was gone. So there is obviously a huge demand and it's a business. So we will fulfill that demand, but also for a limited time, because if you have bloody hooligan and you have double impact and you have time cop, what is the point of having assassin and hooligan and, you know, charge premium price? It's not, it's not even premium. It's more than premium. It's expensive to make. It's we, we talking almost double the cost of those two products. So that's the reason for, for it to be limited. I mean, it makes sense. Plus, it's cool. Do you feel this year you were more mentally stimulated or mentally challenged where you've got multiple segments now because you've got your pollen supplements, you've got the, I'll call it the health line, the health segment, you have K's line, and obviously dealing into the meat, the food now on the hot rice. I mean, what was your mindset this year? Very relaxed. I mean, okay. this was the most relaxed I've been in a very, very long time because I think that um, we're... Um, Previously, it was 2022 was a mess. It was all over the place. It was very, very. It was calling me every night. Yeah, it, it was. It was. Very, yeah, yeah. It was very, very tough. Very tough. <laughs> and one of the criticisms that I got from the team itself, and even from Lucas as well, is there was no structure. There was no structure. Just like things were flying all over the place. I mean, I knew about fuck mediocre. I mean, Shane knows this. Shane was here, I think, in April or something like that uh, last year uh march or april already knew about fuck mediocre being released on december 31st i was so organized and so planned that i had a list of releases and i pretty much for most part stuck to it to a t where yeah <laughs> I, I i i stuck to it to a t and uh, doesn't work for me Nah, but it's never gonna work for you because you don't like apple yeah 100 <laughs> percent. it actually works on a phone too I'll sacrifice I, the, the I, brand. I, I, I just wish they would have they would add more to it. But uh yeah, I was very, very organized this year, so it was a lot easier to manage. Um, even though it was uh, a lot of releases, there was one product that I will tell you later that was not released. That was planned to be released, but um unfortunately it was the labels were ready, everything was ready to go, but it uh, the very last minute where we tried it clumped pretty badly. 
So we had to kind of put it on the shelf and wait to see if we can resolve the problem. But that's pretty much it. Other than that, everything was done pretty much on time and no issues whatsoever. Speaking of brands, Shane, when is uh, the brand of the year going to be announced? You know, I had to ask. I mean, I knew the, the segue was coming. <laughs> um, let me see. Four days? Probably on Wednesday. Okay. Are you guaranteeing uh, that? People are going to say, Shane, I'm on your website Wednesday. I can't find it. I'll put it up at like midnight so you can wait around the whole fucking day. Yeah, but midnight's your time or midnight? <laughs> Bingo. Keep guessing. Yeah. It's, it'll be Wednesday. Um, I mean, to be honest, this is the first year we've had two nominees as well. Like previously, it's always been like three, four, five. Yeah, so like this is right. So this so I think maybe 2016 would have been the last time I did more than I, I stopped giving in like a, a second, third, fourth, fifth. So I think this would also be the first time that we'll have like a runner up. Which is like not a big deal, but like usually it was always to four brands. I think last year it was three or four or something. But yeah, two in the running this year. It'll be it's exciting. I'll turn my, I'll, I'll announce it, then I'll turn my phone off. <laughs> you doing a trophy, a ring, a belt? What are you doing this year? A, a crown? No, it's a trophy. It's the same thing. Just okay. a big fuck off trophy. That's what I do every time. Just that was. Took me a while to find these guys who make these big fuck off trophies. It's not easy to find. Okay. Like, it was like a golfing. You should do a vase. You should do a vase. Like, yeah, like Arnold Classic vase. I'm currently trying to do the trophy for the Arnold Expo Awards. Wow. I'm, I'm trying to get a aluminum uh, cut frame of Arnold on like a tub or something. Trying to do something different just to like, there's only five categories and they'll be able to, it has to be small as well because uh, there's five of them, but uh, they'll be giving out to people at the show who who win those awards. But yeah, the brand of the year trophy is always just a big fuck off trophy. I well, think we gave those out. I, I actually have a question because I know like, you know, I don't want to get into the winners and stuff like that. And it's, it's not about that, especially now, three days before that. But uh, uh, speaking of, brand of the year trophy you said it was very difficult to find somebody who makes those trophies right yeah but did you have the same company always or did you have to switch or something like that because I, I don't know I'm sure that, i'm sure they're not listening but i don't like the one that i'm using like yeah, like they they only they only like they only take payment over the phone, so I can't pay for it online. And every time we pay for a proof, so we get to see what it's going to look like before it's engraved, they just fucking it's like, oh, here's the tracking number. I was like, where the hell is my 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 proof? What the shit? And then we're like, oh, next year we'll do it better. Like it's an it's a yearly thing, so it's like you know you got to wait a year to find out if they actually Are they big stuff. But... I don't think so. I don't even know the name. Nikki handles it, but she's just like, these guys suck dick. So I was like, eh. I'm, not gonna, I'm definitely not going to name them now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to our sponsor. <laughs> so, I mean, they, like I said, they do really cool trophies, though. Their trophies are damn good. It's just their, their handling 
of the process seems very like archaic, like having to take the credit card over the phone, shipping it out without providing the proof. Like I was like, guys, these are like these are two of the three steps that is required to order this trophy, and you are skipping them. Like uh, it is what it is. It's so long as they get a big ass trophy, and the trophy is worth it because it is huge, and that's all that matters. You know, when we were doing bodybuilding shows, when we were promoting them, uh, so we had to get like a bunch of trophies, obviously, you know, and I mean, I was co-promoting it with somebody else who was very, very experienced in it, and he just got older, and he asked me to help him out, so basically I was doing all the dirty work, so to speak, promoting it and stuff like that, but uh, I mean, again, he was very experienced, so he already had people that he was ordering the bodybuilding trophies from. And they were just like wooden statutes and, and that's it. I remember the cost we're talking about the last one we did was 2009. I think there was per trophy was like 50 bucks or something like that. They were not bad. But again, I had no, I mean, you know me, if it was up to me, I would try to get something cool and something great. And this was just a standard shit uh, for 50 bucks. But it was another, com uh, not company, another promotion, which was also local in New Jersey. And they had a show, I actually remember the name. It was called Excalibur, NPC Excalibur show. And they is that the sword? Yes. Sword. They I had remember a, that one. Yeah, that was a, a New Jersey. And the show itself, in terms of a prestige or anything like that, you know, it wasn't bigger than our show because our show was... Uh, sword. Yeah. Bro, was, just think, uh, just well, think about it. Would you like to get a sword or like a fucking boss? Well, no, I mean, the thing is, is that the show that we mm. promoted was New Jersey State Championship. So now. you would think about it that that's the biggest show in New Jersey. And the guy who was promoting it at the time was the chairman. So he was in charge. He was a head judge and he was the chairman of NPC New Jersey. And like I said, he, he passed away, but he was at that time, um, I was judging NPC shows with him and I just became the owner of Apollon Gym. So he offered me like, you know, I mean, why don't you co-promote it with me? And he was like pushing 70 or something like that. You know, we'll promote it together. But it was still his show. I was just a co-promoter. And, um, and so he had all the connections and stuff like that. But it was killing me, you know, being the competitor that I am. And I, I like to do things right. And, you know, if I win, I want to make sure that I win right and for me this was this is a new jersey championship this is the biggest event in the state so it has to have the best trophy but our trophies were shit. and this guy who had excalibur show which was a tiny little show he had a big ass sword and i was so jealous i was like "Fuck, that sword is nice you know the overall winner would get a sword and it wasn't a tiny little sword it was a big ass fucking sword and it was probably like five feet maybe four or five feet tall it was big and heavy. It was beautiful. Mm. It was absolutely beautiful. And every year he would give out those swords. I don't remember the rest of his trophies because don't forget, um, typically NPC level, five top five in each category get a trophy. So mm. I don't remember what the other trophies he had, but I assume they were still better than ours. But the sword was a standout. So every time the overall winner, I think some of the people wanted to do his shows just because of the sword. I, I mean, 100%. Yeah. I want a fucking sword. <laughs> That's why we got that Super Bowl ring for the Protein Wars. Oh, yeah. That was, I had, uh, uh, 
I remember. Yeah, by the way, did Rise, did Rise already got got the ring? The problem with that ring is it takes 16 weeks to make. Okay. So like I have to have the design, and every year I'm like, ah oh, shit, I'm too slow. So it's, he's probably gonna get it this month, maybe. But like you know, it, it's one of a kind, so they don't do any more than one. And they actually sit there going like, put in the fucking gems and and all that shit. So it's it takes a while. What was the, the reception from them? Were they? Uh, I mean, he surprised. He he, he he loves it. He's gonna he's, he's literally gonna about to do the three Super Bowl rings. Like, oh, okay. and I mean, he's the first three time winner. Um, I mean, yeah, it's a it's a. I, it, I would love to do a Super Bowl ring for other ones, but I don't know. I don't want to. I don't be like one trick pony type thing. That's why we make sure the trophy is different for each thing. Okay. Big ass cup, the can for the Clash of the Cans, and then the the champion mm -hmm. ring. Don't expect him to get back to you and say thank you or anything. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, he was happy. He was very excited. Was okay. All right. Sean, <laughs> who, who, who was runner up? Muscle Tech, right? It was Muscle Tech and Rise in the final. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you can uh, disclose this or not. I'm just interested. Was the gap like quite large between the first and second place? I mean, in the in the in the past, like a lot of these guys, uh, they tend to sort of just put a mammoth amount of effort into like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Ghost did it when they won. Rise does it. Sally, actually, Sally called the first time they won back in the first protein wars. That's what they did. They were like, oh, we're losing, we're losing. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they just got all the influencers to vote. Ghost implied the same trick, same kind of thing, like to just get everyone to vote in the last three days. Uh, and then Rise does the same, um, as opposed to promoting throughout the week. But uh, the gap was, I don't know, it wasn't that bad, to be honest. It was pretty, it was relatively close. Going into the last, the second to last day, it was pretty close. And the, they extended their lead on the third on the on the Sunday. Um, was there at any time but, where Muscle Tech was leading? Yeah, first four days. How did they know though? Because I, I think Scott Welch or Muscle Tech posted, "Hey guys, you have a healthy lead. Keep voting." But how did he know? Because every Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, we share with what the we share who's oh, who's in front. Okay. And like I may say, like, "Oh hey, they're ahead by a good amount. Oh, they're getting their ass whipped. I don't say numbers because in the past I've mm. been like, oh, you're losing by a thousand. Surprisingly, a thousand votes will fly in from India or some shit like that. I'll be like, oh, wow, wonder why the hell this has happened. So if you don't say the number and then someone tries to cheat and pays for votes, it seems way more obvious because they probably put in some ridiculous number like 10,000 or something like that. So it's much easier to spot people if you don't give any kind of indication as to how much they're losing by. Do you still get some people are like, oh, some people ask, like, can we see the results? Can we see this? And I'm like, no, because then you're going to be upset when someone cheats and be like, oh my gosh, how on earth did they come back from all of this? I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to tell you, eat it, eat shit. And just, we'll just leave it as it is. Do you get hate mail or anything? People all, you know, the obviously losing brand blowing you up. I can tell you this. No, see on the on the comments, I don't get hate mail, but comments, people get upset. Obviously, it's a it's a, it's a fan contest. If, if 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 there isn't people saying they shouldn't have won or they should they should have lost, now to me that's a reflection that like it was done right. 
that you felt yeah. so passionate about it that you felt you were in the race that you felt there was a fair contest that you were you were that passionate and i created something that made you think or had you feeling so invested that you lost and like like you actually lost like it was a nobody gives a shit contest it'd be like oh because but they put the comment be like oh my god they shouldn't have won because they yeah. they felt that the competition was done strong enough but i'd never get any i've never once had any mail from any person saying like you were paid off or you were like oh my god you're such an asshole i'm gonna hunt your body blah 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 the only time i ever get kind of negative stuff via text is like a something like a brand but like it is what it is like it's i these like robert these people are incredibly passionate this they work on this shit eight to twelve hours a day they don't message me saying like how did we lose i'm so upset this sucks ass this is like show me the scores like i would be disappointed and to me that just shows that these guys really are invested in their brands they're not pissing around they actually do care about the stuff from my from my perspective, it's good to see when the brands are you know sharing the the stories and they're like putting the the time and effort also to to spread the word about the the protein wars or the class the cans you know when they are participating in uh, in these contests you know and they are like trying their best you know to gain attention and so on it's also it's also a good thing plus you know you can also see in comments the uh, the brand owners they are congratulating to yeah. to a winner. Which is also which is also good to, which is also good to see you know I also saw like plenty of times when when someone won and Robic uh, send a send a comment like congratulations you own this this year but you know what the the, the interesting thing and and, and it's mm -hmm. actually very very cool I have an issue with the fact that uh, for example you know a protein wars right it goes by vote so mm -hmm. it's it's a basically a popularity contest and. I, I, I don't, I don't say you can cheat. I mean, obviously you can cheat, but the thing is, is that how many people you get to vote, you know, you encouraging people to vote. So in essence, it is slight cheating because it's not just, oh, I really like this protein powder. I actually had this one, this one, and this one, and this one is my favorite. You know, most of the time they will vote for something and they're not going to vote for the other one, but they didn't even try the other one. They don't even know what it tastes like. So sometimes if the company is big and they yeah. have a employees and those employees have a lot of family members and those family members have a lot of friends at the end and i'm not saying anything because i actually tried rice protein and you know for, for i liked it i'm gonna say that so you know don't i don't want anyone to take it the wrong way but arguably speaking a shitty protein can also win a shitty tasting protein can actually mm -hmm. win it's very very possible so but at the end of the day, I mean, that's just the way it is. There's nothing you can do. It goes by vote, so it goes by vote. Robbie, yeah. remember remember our conversation when you mentioned, when you asked me about the flavors that are popular in Europe and in U.S.? Yeah. I told you, I told you straight away, European guys don't like sweet flavors at all. <laughs> that's, no, that's, this is, it's different. Watery, watery yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the thing. When someone when someone from US comes to comes to Europe and he tries the, the local yeah. protein, he's like, "What the fuck is this?" You know, it, it doesn't. It, yeah, it that's completely it's, different. It's not, it's not sweet at all, you know. And that's that's. It's that's not thick. Thing. It's not. It's meant to taste like a milkshake. It's meant exactly. to kill. It's meant to make me feel like I'm drinking exactly. thousand like calories. People, people here don't use any like any any mm. any thickeners or anything like that. They are very like minimalistic when it comes to like additional things, you know. 
plus you know people are like picky nowadays so that's also like from consumer perspective no, i feel like uk uk is a little bit is in between america and, and europe a bit UK, 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 as UK, well, UK ain't part of, of, of europe anymore <laughs> they brexit this year so. oh, hey, hey, hey. they are still within the european yeah, continent yeah, know, they're just not within the european union listen just, to me I, 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 I live in america and uh, I'm sorry, but you know, when it comes to, I'm not going to say about flavors of protein or anything like that, but you know, let's, let's talk about protein bars. I'm sorry, Bear Bells. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, all American brands. And when I say it, they get pissed with me and <laughs> they don't even come close. We're not even talking close. We ain't not close. It's just a whole different level. So, you know, it hasn't even, it hasn't even got closer. It's gotten further apart. It's, it's, get, it's getting further. I mean, to a point where like, Sometimes I'll try something because every time I go to Patrick's store, I will, I will try like a protein bar or something like that. And after Bear Bells, it's just none of them I like, like literally none of them. Bear Bells is the only protein bar right now that I, I know easy. You can get it at um, some of the supermarkets actually here now. And yeah. are so far ahead that I have zero interest in anything American because they're just not good in my opinion it's it's not close but when it comes to winning trophies and brand of the year and stuff like that i can tell you that uh i i definitely remember last year only one brand only one brand actually two i'm lying two two brands reached out to me owners and congratulated us only two that's it um who are I, they uh nutribio and morphogen oh that's nice yeah, Nutribar and Morphogen. Those are the only two. Ah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that even if you're not nominated, like, for example, there are years, for example, where, let's say, like, two years ago, three years ago, when I know we were not nominated, I distinctly remember sending congratulations. Because I know that I don't belong in there, so, I mean, it doesn't really matter. It's just a simple gesture and just being polite and, you know, congratulating somebody. And people work their asses off. They work completely their asses off. But to me, it's mostly like uh, when when you don't win, when you don't win, like I'm not saying you're close like second or third or something like that, but when you don't deserve to be nominated um, or where you obviously lost to somebody better, in my opinion, you know. You, you just know. You know, if you come and you, you, you being rational, and you know that you didn't. I mean, it's just just extend something, say something nice. Sometimes say something nice. It just makes it so much. You're just showing class because uh, you know, like winning Oscar or winning Golden Globe that is tomorrow. That is very very subjective. That is very clearly subjective. Some um, it's it's subjective. You have a bunch of people, and when it comes to movies. You might like something and I might not. Like, you know, there, it's, it's extremely subjective. And I think that at that point, you can't really be mad. But when it's something, you know, somebody won a World Cup, somebody won a boxing match where the best man wins, then you clearly know. You clearly know. So, I mean, that's, uh, that's the main difference where people are very, very genuine. And in this industry and many other industries, People are not very genuine. And um, I was, uh, when Rice won, I had a feeling they're going to win. 
I, I had a feeling they're going to win uh, because not because they necessarily better than muscle tech, but they definitely have that very strong young crowd following. Oh, yeah. They very, very present on social media and they just a cool, trendy brand. So to me, it was I'm actually surprised when Shane said that muscle tech had a lead. I'm totally surprised because I thought Rice is going to sweep it easily. Um, Rice has like a direct connection. That's the thing. Like, yeah. I said this to a lot of people. I'm like, he built, he's online first. He was like, anytime you sell to someone online, you have their email, phone number, I mean, address, but you're not going to use kind of thing. But like, you have that direct connection. Muscle Tech was from obviously way, way back. It's got this huge fan base of fans that know of it and use it, but don't, Muscle Tech may not know of them by name or by email. Like Optimum, BSN, there's these legacy brands that built this fan base without that communication. Rise was built in that era where every fan that's probably bought from them, they have them on an email list. My protein's no different. They had like 10 million customers on their email list. That was like a few years ago. This, that's 10 million people. And they've only served, I mean, they do a few things now out and about, but they serve directly communication online. And so, Rise has probably this, I don't even know, like an ungodly large list of consumers where it's like, hey, I can just hit you up. Like I can text you or email you. And at that that power that they've built for all these years, like with that approach, you know, he's probably just blasting the email, blasting the text, blasting whatever. And it's a lot, a lot of these new age brands do well. That seems to be why and muscle tech's obviously a nice bit of both it's got a very strong uh, presence and direct communication with brands consumers but then it also has that legacy following where if you just got 50 average people they would probably all vote for muscle tech because they all know of muscle tech or optimum mm -hmm. or stuff like that so yeah it's a it's a battle of ages it's, it's fun that's all i really care about and it's actually pretty incredible, you know, speaking of optimal nutrition, for example, because I know Lucas said some crazy fucking numbers two days oh, ago, yeah. something like that, how popular they are. And it's interesting because that's a legacy brand. That's a legacy brand. And despite being legacy, not exactly a cool, modern, uh, you know, um, uh, TikTok age kind of a brand, they're still killing it, which is astonishing. Ripping it apart. Yeah, which it's insane. is astonishing. Absolutely astonishing. Despite I asked so like, many people that question. Sometimes I feel like they go like, well, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. We're just doing it our way, and we're still beating your ass. Because I, I asked, last year I went around, and I said, I asked a lot of people, I asked, why is Optimum Gold Standard the best-selling protein? So, no one had the same answer. Everyone had a different answer. And all of them could have been correct. And I asked someone who used to work at Glambia, and I, I and I said to him, and he didn't really have an answer either. And I said, I gather that from the outside, we all think they're these genius guys doing this, this, and this. And it's like, but I feel that they're just sort of like, hey man, last year, double chocolate sold like crazy. How about we sell double chocolate twice as much for the next two years? That's yeah. the plan. And they're like, okay, how about vanilla? How about we tweak it? half a percent and like he was telling me he's like yeah he's like this small small things are a huge fucking deal there they don't want to like he's make it they made it from what i am heard or from what i was being told they don't make drastic changes like come out with a chocolate bavarian flavor or anything like that because why change what 
apparently seems unbreakable at this point. <laughs> so like, uh, and you say that you can't really, uh, you know, blame them for that. They have not made any mistakes. They're still holding the trophy for the best protein, no matter where the hell you go in the world. It's ridiculous. Well, you know what? Sometimes I think that, um, you know, because a lot of times, like I hear like conversations between brands and obviously, you know, we have marketing meetings and, 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 and sometimes, well, I mean, obviously forced to do research and you hear like, uh, you gotta go going with the times. You know, the times have changed. This have changed. That has changed. And I totally get it. I totally get it because, you know, I see, for example, and it's very interesting because it's the same industry, but that shit does not apply to pre-workouts. Pre-workouts, <laughs> you know, you have to like constantly be like, you know, we had a conversation, we had a marketing meeting, and Lena goes like, you know, I'm going to take your head off. Why the fuck are you changing hooligan uh, formula? I was like, you know why? Because that was done two years ago and things have evolved and, you know, we are pollen and we, we have to do it. Two years is a good mark. Hooligan has to change and I already have that in present. We're going to release it. She didn't get it. And I totally get it that she doesn't get it. Like, totally get it. Because if you take the very same fucking industry, the very same fucking thing, Optimal Nutrition has protein that, I mean, I'm not going to say it tastes bad, but it does not taste great. It tastes okay. I will give it an okay. You know, there is nothing special about it. I think I, it's good. I'll give it like it, a seven. Yeah, it's, right. it's, I think it's average six, seven. Mediocre. Seven and a half. Mediocre, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. There is nothing wrong with it. Uh, Mediocre is good. It's good. <laughs> it's, it's not it's the good. cheapest. It's not the cheapest on the market. It's not the best on a market. It's not the worst on a market. You would think that it would be competitive with everything else. But as far as I know, there are not like hot influencers. There is no Sam Sulek attached to it or anything like no that. Steve, no Steve Cook like it used to be. Yeah, there is no cool look to it. There is no cool label to it. Um, if you go into a supplement store, especially in the United States, very good chance you're not even going to see it in store. Uh, if you will. If you will take a look, if you will take a look at the Optimum Gold Standard label, like from ten years back up to now, the they, they may only like uh, some small tweaks, and that's basically it. I reckon but regulation no, changes would would be yeah, more. Yeah, 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 yeah. Due to regulations and so on, and something like yeah. that. Yeah, but it's about the same. Program, something yeah. like that. But besides nothing that, nothing cool no, about it. Nothing great about it. But the thing is, is that you know sometimes we. When we have something that we cannot explain and we're looking for explanation and we go and we say, well, it is what it is. Well, I think this yeah. is exactly that case. It is what it is. There is a it's the same with uh, Red Bull. So yeah. The only thing I could we, closely we, it's funny. The only thing I could think of is, is, is Red Bull. It's funny because Red Bull people came to Apollo two days ago and gave away free fucking cans of Red Bull to a bunch of members. And, you know, and Maria goes to me, why do you let them give it to people at the gym? I was like, nobody's going to buy it anyway here. This is not that type of crowd. We have ghost energy drinks in the fridge. That's what they buy. She goes to me, so what's the point? I was like, do you know who is the number one selling energy drink in the world? She looks at me, she goes, no. I was like, Red Bull, man. I, I, I said, well, ghost is like 200 million plus a year. She goes, she was impressed. I was like, Red Bull is five, six times more. More than that. I thought Red Bull was 20, 20 billion. I thought they were up in that realm. Like in billions, well, I right? thought it was like 2 it's, billion, the 1.5. No, 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 no. Monster mm -hmm. Ultra by itself does so 2 billion a year. 
I was like, mm-hmm. it's the same fucking can, it's the same fucking thing. Ridiculous. But they they don't even care about fucking ghost. They don't even care about monster. They don't care about anyone. Those fuckers, yeah, you won't see them probably at the gym, <laughs> but they destroying everybody. And, and then you go to like uh, you go to Switzerland, and there's nothing but fucking Red Bull. You go to like some countries in Europe, and it's just non-existent. You go to some of those cheap, cheap countries like uh, like Indonesia, Thailand, India. You bet your ass is a damn Red Bull there. Might not be sugar free, but it's it, it's it's there. It's within well, that country's price range. Well, not only is that, but there. don't forget that I mean I don't drink alcohol, but every fucking bar has Red Bull and yeah, water. Bingo. Every fucking bar. You know, they don't have Red Bull, uh, Ghost and Vodka, and they never will. So the bottom line is, is that sometimes there's just things that you can To be fair, do. though, Dan, Dan is working on that, if you remember. He's working on that. Um, he's doing a, because uh, he's got exclusivity at those music events. And mm-hmm. he's making, I thought it was a, it's a, I thought it was a smaller six ounce can. I could be wrong. I know he does an eight, but he's doing a uh, original energy drink flavor said, specifically for them i'm 100 percent sure that ghost is going to continue to grow i'm oh, sure yeah. they're going to grow they're going to expand and i'm i i don't want to say never but i don't see in foreseeable future that they're going to touch red bull oh no one's no. red bull's like what is it it's like red bull and monster that take like I think ridiculous, like third. I don't know the exact percentage, but I know it's fucking high. I think Red Bull is twenty billion a year, something like that. And then Monsters, Red Bull might be more than that, but Monsters in that realm. But keep in mind, Monster has like how many different brands under their belt? Burns part of their family. They got those drinks out in Australia. They got drinks in South Africa. They got drinks in different brands and different things. So they're not just one brand. Red Bull is one goddamn drink. You know what, I, I, said, I, I said this before, and I'll, I'll, I'll say it again, uh, 2000, 2000, 2003, when Ronnie Coleman came at his biggest and fucking 287 pounds, and everybody was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and I remember prejudging happened on Friday, and the final on Saturday, and I remember Saturday in the morning, we went to the expo, to the Olympia Expo, and I was next to Dexter. I was next to Dexter, and, you know, people like to suck dick, and they like to fucking compliment and throw out uh, the meaningless fucking stupid comments. And somebody said, Dexter, you got this this year. And he started laughing his ass off, and he goes to me, did you fucking watch the show? Are you fucking blind? He says, we're competing for second place. So, Robert, not to cut you off, so I just pulled it up here. So, Red Bull, as of 2023, $7.3 billion dollars. Second, second is Monster at five point five two billion. Yeah. Take, take into account that this is U.S. I'm gathering. U.S. Yes, correct. So I just pulled U.S. This is U.S. Shane. only. Yeah, so okay. Shane's probably right. It's probably about twenty billion. Yeah, but either way, so it's Red Bull, Monster, Celsius, Bang, and Rockstar top five. The crazy thing is, is I reckon that Celsius, well, Bang shouldn't really. I don't know if they should be on the list, but Celsius and. Uh, I don't think Celsius has even remotely the same international exposure that Monster and Red Bull have. So that 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 bar would be much further along internationally. I think one company that I saw was close to a billion. I could be wrong, but I think it was Rain. Celsius. Celsius. Celsius is up. Well, Rain is Monster, so that's going to be in their numbers. Celsius, mm-hmm. I would think, is close. Rockstar, I think, would be 
would be up there to bang is but i mean obviously that's a diff that's now owned by monster so um yeah but, but, i mean i would but, but look c4 i think is getting up there too you, yeah. you could combine monster rain and rockstar i think you said rockstar is also owned by monster no bang bang i'm sorry bang yeah bang so, rockstar so is uh, all of those those are the top 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 guys they still don't Same. add up to fucking red bull they still don't add up to in numbers to red bull but it just goes to show it is what it is you know what there is it's not it if if we could fucking crack that that mystery would be great but it's impossible optimum is going to dominate and red bull is going to dominate and there is nothing you can do just like ronnie coleman dominated in 2003 and everybody was yeah. second place just one of those things it just it's there that's it unless actually unless uh green cola can uh come out with a with an energy version <laughs> then we've got some game <laughs> So guys, earlier we brought up the lovely Maria of, of the Apollon brand here, and she, and she had a question for you directly. She said, was it easier to choose the winner this year than in the previous years? I guess brand of the year winner. That's broad, because some years it's very easy, and then some years it's not. So what year is she comparing it to? Well, just in general, was it a quicker decision in the past, or did you have to put a little bit more idea into it this year? I mean, back in 2017 or 16, it was a really easy decision. I mean, this took uh, this took about as much thought as 2020. Is that right? Which was, so what does that mean? A day, an a, hour? You just go, hey, Nikki. Lot. Or you just yell out, hey, Nikki, I got this brand and this brand. What do you like? And I mean... Oh, it's entirely. I don't. We don't come up with anything until like, uh, um, yeah. What do we come up again? December. I start thinking about it. Put together a list. I go to Nikki. Maybe hit up Lucas. Go, hey, what do you think? Oh, and then we'll go back and forth. But yeah, 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 yeah. Talk to Nikki. And then I'll sit there by myself, look up at the stars, and I'll uh, pick a winner. Put some lights on your house. Yeah, put some lights on my house. It's in the back of my mind. And then usually, like, before Christmas, after Christmas, yeah. Toss a coin. The and then, yeah, dip a coin. This year would have been real easy because I got Gorilla Mine and a pollen that I could put a one on each side. And that's what I'm saying. I got the, I have the Arnold coin. The. See? That's a cool one. That's a cool one. Yeah. Everybody's getting that coin. Yeah, so everyone who exhibits in the section. I have a few leftovers, but yeah, sort of like a commemorative item. I'm gonna get one. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'll keep on the side. See. So, guys, it's been a great two hours. Anything else while we wind down here? I know it's it's almost bedtime for Lucas. If not, we're past bedtime for Lucas. Yeah, it's past bedtime. Okay. <laughs> well, it's worth it, right? Yeah, it's uh -huh. worth it. I don't know. I think that that's that's it. When is the next one? Saturday. Next I think week? we can agree at least at least the next couple of Saturdays at two o'clock. Hopefully, if Shane if Shane is up. Yeah, sorry, no, my my daughter's just trying to grab something. She's trying not to knock over. Oh, mate. Well, guys, it's always yeah. it's, 
It's always good catching up as we wind down. Anything else? Otherwise, we'll go on to our days here. Dinner for some, bedtime for others, and for others, just starting a day. Getting the work out Sean, just, just want to say thank you for uh, hosting the show and having us uh, back. You know, it's been fun. And I'm I'm looking forward to uh, to this to this frumpy ride with you guys again. It's cool to see the gang back. So yeah, let's let's make some noise. Well, Lucas, in all fairness, you guys reached out to me, so I'm honored. I didn't put this together; you guys did. So I, I want to thank you for putting your trust in me. And as always, I appreciate our friendship to everybody. Oh, we yeah, could do a, a special Arnold US episode and Arnold UK episode because. Three of us will be in one place at the at the Arnold Juice, and the other three yeah. will be in one place at the UK. Yeah. Well, you never um, say no, you never say never when it comes to me. Maybe who knows? Maybe maybe you will see my ass at, uh, in the US for the Arnold. Maybe. I mean, if you start now, if you start walking now, you should be able to make it by the time it rolls around. I don't I, know I, how you deal with I the ocean. To, I will have to go to Warsaw. And then catch a flight to, uh, to you guys. Oh, I was just I was just saying walk if you because yeah. you can you can you can walk to to France. I think it's probably closest. Then you just hitch a ride on a boat to the UK. Then you got to figure out that other part. That's a little bit further. <laughs> it, it's like three days of steps for you, Lucas, because you do what a hundred million yeah. steps a day. That, that's nothing. Man. Yeah. That's, nothing. that's nothing. Easy. So, and also for anybody that's listening, um, for the next week here, we're doing a very fat discount for the <laughs> listeners. Go to ApollonNutrition.com and at checkout, enter Final Scoop, all capitalized with the number 20, and get 20% off your order. As always, we appreciate everybody listening and watching. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment what you liked, comment what you didn't like. I'll put everybody's uh, Instagram handles in the comment below. Send us ideas. And as always, guys, hey. thank you so much. What? And don't forget. Oh, hey, 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 Subscribe yeah. to Stack 3D and listen to a podcast. If you want to. Listen, make sure you accept and the notifications so you constantly get spam. I mean notifications of any <laughs> updates from Shane. No, you, it's spam. I'm going to spam the fuck out of everyone. And as always, everybody, thank you so much. We look forward to seeing you again next Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Take care, everybody. Take care.